everybody to the Lily Hopkins uh, podcast, the only podcast that maybe Lily Hopkins listens to. Uh, Who the hell is Lily Hopkins? Uh, is that like is that like Margaret Thatcher? No, it's a it's a cool small streamer uh, who uh, they're they're just really fun and wholesome. When you say small, they do you mean they don't vertically small? Like I was I was she's she's like a little VTuber. That I found. But, but but is she vertically small? Like yes, is she yes, she is, is she like three small. feet from the ground? Pretty much. Okay, gotcha. And she has uh, she has Tourette's, uh, and she'll just occasionally uh, have a popping fit, and uh, it's become part of her brand. And it, it, it's it's really it's it's adorable. She's she's very uh, pure and wholesome. And if she listens to this, god damn it. Fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting Please here, I'm like, I, I don't want to upset this woman. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, like, well, maybe she should pick up scat, like, and, you know, use that no, to help I with mean, the trash. Just like, skip it about. The only reason Mike is saying that is because I was just in her stream chat, like, yesterday or something like that. And then she was, well, at the time of recording. And she she asked me if I was if I was a part of a podcast. And I was like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? I feel like it. I, it has to be some kind of cosmic coincidence. I don't think that that's, that I seems so unlikely. So here's the deal. Uh, I decided uh, my my Twitch name forever has just been Animikadoo, and I just decided I, I'm I've personally decided to start to distance myself from English Mike just because it's oh I not just call myself Mike. It's 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 stupid stupid name. Well, an English uh, Mike is kind of like a racist dog whistle, you know. <laughs> I hate you so uh, much. I mean, yeah. I mean, not a dog whistle. It's just kind of racist. Uh, but that's that's besides the point. Uh, so I changed my Twitch name to We Hit Anime. Um, I wanted to do I Hit Anime, but it was it was taken. That's and fine. It's more I, of like consistent with the branding. I was gonna say you mean to tell me there's more than one person who might hate anime. <laughs> uh, and Lily, Lily was streaming at the time. I was like, "I'm oh, gonna pop in. I'm say hi." And uh, Lily saw me, and I said hi. And I don't know if Lily recognized me, but I talked with Lily for a bit. It was God. She's so fucking wholesome. It's too yeah, much. It's great. Well, uh, but yeah, we're the we're Lily Hopkins fan club. I'm I'm uh, I'm Mike. <laughs> you can follow me at any Mikeru. I'm gonna change that at as soon as I hunt down the person who owns I Hate Anime and slay them and harvest them for their organs. Uh, joining me as always is the Frog King. That's me. Uh, I apparently make friends with people who I've never talked to. Uh, you can follow him at Frog King, but the I is a one and the zero, uh, the O is a zero. Uh, and also, uh, is a fucking, a deranged, uh, sociopath. I'm a sociopath? What, what did Frog do this time? No, you're no, no, Moth. You're the director. Oh, I'm sitting there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I was gonna say, uh, my favorite streamer is Van Darkholm. Give him a follow. He is pretty wholesome, actually. He is surprisingly wholesome for a man who single-handedly brought up the Asian leather daddy scene. Yeah, love that guy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so uh, God, what the fuck, guys? What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, do you not know what Gachi Moochie is, Mike? No, I don't, don't follow that many streamers. Wait, wait, you no, don't no, know no, Gachi no, 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 that's that's not like a streamer thing. It's uh, that's that's a time for, it's the thing for the no, no, no. Time. This is if we're going to talk about anime culture, we got to talk about Gachi Muchi because it's even been like paralleled <sighs> okay, in well, animes. Okay, okay, okay. Gachi Muchi is no, no, no. You don't um, get it. You don't need to describe this one, Frog. You're not the one who watches the Anarchy Memorial video made by Mao Tendu every time he goes to work out. I don't want to hear it. I mean, like, do you I've know who Billy Harrington times. is? 
Uh, you're talking about Anarchy? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Gachi Muchi. All those all those yeah. gay porn stars from that era make up the Gachi Muchi meme genre. Ricardo got his yeah, start yeah, yeah, yeah. as a meme because of Gachi Muchi. Oh, so so I'm familiar with like a genre of that meme where people recreate anime openings. Yes, that's, it. that's the that's Gachi Muchi. All of that is Gachi Muchi, Mike. Yeah, it's all Gachi Muchi. I once had like seventeen of those saved in my phone, and then I realized that I, I had, and this is before I was like had realized I was bisexual, and I di- and, and then I realized at some point that if I leave those on my phone, I would have to probably someone explain will think to I'm someone. Gay. Yeah, so I deleted them all, and I miss it because the Evangelion one is so insanely good. There's a lot of really good ones. They, they, they've gotten. I mean, like they always started as a joke. I mean, there still are jokes, obviously, but like they're jokes that have so much effort put behind them now. I still think my absolute favorite one is where they redid the Super Smash Brothers uh, intro mm. using just like I they actually I've had a guy it, yeah. sing it. No, because you you've seen it because I sent it to you because it was amazing. I I believe it. I, I I believe you sent it to me. I just also uh, lack the ability to remember anything past two days ago. That's fair. So I got a hypothetical for you, Mike. All right, I'm gonna run a scenario by you. I gotta I gotta I gotta have you using your your think brain here for a second, okay? This is uh, this is a terrible time of day to ask me to do that, as as my brain uh, stopped functioning an hour ago. All right, so all your previous managers died, and you were offered the position as manager at Walmart. You couldn't turn the situation down because like a hundred thousand dollars a year just to basically walk around and be like yep people are stealing and smoking meth in the bathroom that's all <laughs> yep. you got to do you make a hundred thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. doing that mike mm-hmm. all right, seems, so you, i don't think they gotta pay that much but, on top yeah. of that like once a month you get to take all of your assistant managers out to like a free breakfast at ihop to just pat yourselves <laughs> on the dicks for being upper middle class all right. I thought you were gonna say. I, th- I honestly thought you were gonna say you could take. You're gonna uh, take them out back and, and lassie them. But okay. No, you gotta drive a three year old Lexus to flex on people. Like life's good. You're a Walmart manager now, Mike, and you buy a house. <laughs> the ultimate dream, Walmart manager. <laughs> and Mike, Mike, you buy a house. All right, you made it. You got your beautiful trans girl wife. You got your nice house. <laughs> you got your three year old Lexus. Everything's great. And then you start to notice your Jello pudding pops are going missing, right? Like your favorite, your favorite snack to come home to after a long day of yelling at teenagers for smoking pot in the bathroom. You're like, man, my Jello pudding pops just started going missing, and you, you can't figure out what's happening. And then uh, one day you're doing laundry in the basement because you live in Arkansas and everybody's laundry machines are in their basement in Arkansas. That, that's not the, no, actually the the that's not how the the, the soil is too uh, uh, like. Moist for basement. All right. Well, you're able to afford a house that's got concrete walls so you can have a basement. All right. Okay. So you're doing laundry in your basement. You start noticing like sounds in the walls and whatnot. You're like, man, this is kind of weird. And you're just enjoying, you know, your, your, your jello pudding pop as you're doing your laundry and your wife's upstairs doing her streaming job and everything. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you're not thinking anything of it. And one more, one night you wake up at like 3 a.m. to go get yourself a jello pudding pop. And y- you walk into the kitchen and there's just this like, pygmy this hunched over mole mad pygmy with his hand in your fridge and he's holding a jello pudding pop right and you 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 quickly put together that this pygmy man has been living in your walls stealing your jello pudding pops like using your bathroom at night when you're sleeping you know like you're wondering why your water bill is so high and like you're wondering why your electric bill is a little bit higher than normal you find out he's got like a sega genesis in your walls and an old like crt tv and he's like he spliced one of the cables so that he can run the crt tv and the sega genesis and he's up to level 99 on dragon's breath like this dude is just 
he, he he's been living in these walls long since before you got here, and you you inherited this pygmy, all right. And when does pig- this become an allegory for a white genocide? No, this this absolutely is not. And the pygmy's looking at you, <laughs> and it is like albino as pygmy. He's like, ah, ah, don't tell the cops about jingle jangles. And the pygmy, the pygmy like just starts begging Mike. The pygmy just starts begging. And he's like, look, 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 jingle jangles has gold. You want gold, right? Just just don't tell on jingle jangles. And he like he crawls into like just a wall somehow. Like you're not even sure how. He just like lifts up. The, the 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 wallpaper because you're in Arkansas and they still have wallpaper in Arkansas and he like lifts up the wallpaper and he like goes behind he comes back he's got a five pound brick of solid gold and he's like you know report jingle jangles you can have the gold what what are you gonna do right now Mike and jingle jangles real name is Bill Cosby <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the thing you the thing you just described Moth is like that's a that, that's like a thing that actually happens sometimes. I know. So what would you do? <laughs> Jingle Jangles is holding five pounds of gold. His face is still covered in Jello pudding pop. It's like his finger. Like there's there's definitely some Jello pudding pop on the gold. Like and he's like hey, just five pounds of gold. Don't hurt Jingle Jangles. Don't tell the cops. I would be like okay if a weird uh, wall dwelling creature was just like hey I have a bunch of gold. Just have it. I mean, I could use it myself and buy my own house to live in the walls of, but, like, I just, I keep gold in in your walls. I I would, like, and, of course, because I'm I'm a higher-up Walmart manager, uh, maybe even a store manager. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're the Uh, store manager. That's that's why you're able to drive the three-year-old Lexus. Uh, I would uh, probably at that point, you know, uh, have uh, forsaken my socialist views and, and have, has, have accepted communism, uh, not communism, but uh, good old-fashioned capitalism. Uh, no, no, no. So In America, probably... it's actually called corporatism. Capitalism's dead Oh, you're in right. America. Sorry. Sorry, that's true. Uh, corporatism. Because uh, uh, it, it's it's different. Um I would probably call the cops because I'd probably have given up my cab views as well. Uh, so I would definitely uh, probably call the cops on the weird creature that lives in the wall. Probably. Almost definitely, in fact. Uh, unless... Why would you just take the gold? Yeah, like, why wouldn't you just take the gold and, like, give them that rest of the Jell-O pudding pops? You're a Walmart manager. You just steal them out the truck every delivery anyway. I mean, you could just take the gold and then betray him. That's that's exactly it. Uh, here's the deal, okay? Uh, the possession is nine-tenths of the law. I call the cop and say, uh, cops and say some weird old man has been stealing my uh, gold and he's been living in my house for like 3,000 years. Can you come pick him up? I, I, I need to secure my gold. He's threatened to me. Uh, then bam, I get a bunch of gold and I get a weirdo living, uh, that was living in my walls arrested because uh, this this evil version of me, it would be all about that. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, the only reason I didn't ask Frog this situation is because he lives in Canada where they actually take care of their mentally bereft. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch, but I'll take it. So, okay. Uh, so, hold- like, you would actually betray Jingle Jangles. Like, the dude fought in Vietnam. He was drafted. He got injured. They had, like, inhuman experiments turned on him. They stuck him in a cage and poked him with sticks, and that's why he became a pygmy. Like, you would just well, betray yeah, but that man. Mike. This is Mega Mike. If if there's if there's anything I've learned from uh, good old fashioned Rambo, it's that the American people are, are morally should uh, make sure to uh, disassociate themselves from any Vietnam vets because they are bad. <laughs> you know, I have to say, I think I watched Rambo for the first time in my life like two months ago. Great fucking Same. movie. It's it's you know it's it's mind blowing. Like one that that movie shows how incompetent the National Guard actually is. 
<laughs> yeah. And it's a movie. What is it? it came out in like what? 1978, 79. And it actually like talks that. about police brutality like 20 years yeah. before it was cool. And how shitty yeah, it, being a vet was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is before NWA got big. So nobody really knew the cops kind of sucked at the time. Uh, I don't think that Remember was you really. Yeah. Um, I, okay. White people uh, didn't know the cops were kind of bad at the time. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can, I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, the only like weird, weird champ thing about the original Rambo movie is that like there's an important black character that you never see, and he's just dead as soon as the movie starts. Oh, you mean the one who died of uh, HIV? No, no, he died of, of cancer. cancer. Oh, okay. He died of HIV. This this movie. If he died of HIV, this movie would have an anti-gay message. No a Reaganism movie. <laughs> Gosh, I got a movie about how Reaganomics uh, saved Korea. Look, I just I wanted to ask a hypothetical question about pygmies, and now we're into politics. How the hell did this happen? Uh, be, because <laughs> it's a very political movie. <laughs> You brought uh, it up. It's, it's not a political you, movie, yeah, though. It's it's like... What are you talking about? I'm sorry. Uh, Rambo is explicitly you just, incredibly You just talked political. about how it was about police brutality and shit. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's about police brutality <laughs> that we care about when it happens to white people. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. True. Police brutality is only real if it happens against white people. I learned that's that from all the, issues. Uh, Wait, no, riots. no, no. That's not right. Sylvester Stallone's not white. He's Italian. Is he? <laughs> Yes. Okay, my, uh, Frog, Frog, I, I know this isn't common knowledge for your generation, but Sylvester Stallone got his acting career in a porno called porn, The Italian yeah, Stallion. Nicole, I think Nicole actually let me know when we did the movie for <laughs> that. Yeah, that was what it was. Uh, I believe that's on record the, on a different episode of a different podcast. <laughs> that I always learned that for the first of, time. Uh, please listen to the Fist of Himmler podcast, uh, which is... On a temporary hiatus because Nicole is smooching gay. their partner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Nicole's gay. True. Okay, so that uh, was uh, oh yeah, that was that was that was my hypothetical question for you, Mike. Where the fuck? Okay, where the fuck did this hypothetical question? Come okay, from? so like, what the so fuck? I play Monster Hunter with my wife and her brother-in-law, or my brother-in-law, her her brother, all the time. And there's this like running joke with us where I apparently just have to come up with more and more obscure hypothetical situations while we're absentmindedly playing because we play better when we're not actually focusing on the game. And yes, that that's that's true for most uh, online games, honestly. All right, so so Frog, I got a question for you. Right? Okay. I, I gave Mike a hypothetical. I got to give you one as well. Okay. So. You have to go away on a business trip. Like, uh, you got to go to a Coder Crunch conference in, in Las mm-hmm. Vegas. And somehow, even though being a Canadian in America for a month, you managed to survive. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not like fucking hell. So, you, no, just... it, no it, it is hell. There, you, you, if you walk down the street, you'll walk past at least three, pu- like, public shootings. Okay. Right, I got, I got to, real quick, I got on a tangent, Frog. Uh, I went to Las Vegas, I want to say in 2012 for DEF CON. Because at the time I wanted to do ICT security and I was stupid. And I went to DEF CON and for whatever reason, that year they held DEF CON in a casino like they tend to do in Las Vegas. But it was one of those casinos that had a conference center. So like you had to go through the casino to get to the conference center. But this casino was a topless casino. And I don't think I've ever seen something so funny in my life as a bunch of like pale nerdy guys coming into a conference center over and over again and getting (laughs) greeted by like topless women. I honest to God good. just sat there at a slot machine and just watched these guys come in 
every couple and you'd like watch them meander in and they notice the woman wasn't wearing a shirt and you can actually see the moment where the fight or flight reflex kicks in but none of them are capable <laughs> of fight so instead of fighting they just shut down and they kind of get a dull eyed and just like wait for the girl to walk away and some of the smarter girls right. had kind of realized that was happening and just would like wave to the guy because they realized they weren't going to actually get a coherent response from them it's the funniest damn thing so you come back a month later, you left your partner, um, you left your partner to watch over the house and, <laughs> and you come back and you come through the front door and there are just uh, like anywhere from three by five by like three to like 12 by 24 by 36. Like there are just plastic and glass aquariums filled with cockroaches. And I mean, they're stacking the walls, they're in every bookcase, like there's all different species of cockroaches, right? All over the walls, everywhere. And you're just like, whoa. And, and you like, what, what's your partner's name, Frog? Or if you, you just, uh, Gigi. Gigi. And like, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, Gigi! And Gigi <laughs> comes out and they're like, hey, Frog. And you're like, what's going on, Gigi? And she's like, well, I decided I really like myrmacology. And, uh, well, myrmecology is the study of ants, but, like, I'm going to say that because I don't know what the study of roaches is right now. Uh, she's like, I'm really into myrmecology right now, and, uh, you know, these are all, like, the different species we collected. You would not believe how many permits I got this last month to house all these. Like, your partner, who you haven't seen for a month, is now super into roaches, Frog. Like, her, their nightstand has a, you know, like, a, a roach <laughs> in a container next to it that, like, kind of chirps itself to sleep for you guys every night. Like, what are you going to do, Frog? Uh, I think this is highly unlikely, given my given my situation. But uh, I'm not that against it. Oh fuck you! This is it. this is viscerally upsetting. Fuck you! This is awful. <laughs> this fucking I I my skin fucking started crawling as as soon as as soon as here's the deal. As soon as mouth was like aquariums, I was like, oh okay, this is like because because I know frog frog is uh currently in the process of getting uh. Maybe a skink and definitely a, a frog, and uh, then like you then followed it up with it full of roaches <laughs> lining the walls, and I'm like, uh, because th- listen, I grew up poor and then the south, and every every place I've ever lived in, uh, with, except for like the last five years, has been a breeding ground for the most awful, awful roaches. Like, uh, to the point where if I see a roach, I freak out and my, my, my entire mindset changes. Like, if I see a roach, I will then disinfect an entire, like, 10 foot area, 10, 10 to 20 foot area to make sure that I never see another roach. I'll put down traps and everything. Like, I would become a different person when I see a roach. So the idea of seeing a bunch of them in, like, fucking glass, I would have a heart attack. I would I feel like dead. I'm fine in that situation because I know they're contained. We already... I mean, I would just figure the roaches... I know you said that they were just about studying them, but I figured they would just be a food source for other animals, which is actually a thing. We're going to have to start breeding crickets here. Um, well, I... It's not that I, I, I was going to say, like, uh, by the way, it's probably called blatology um, because the order in which the cockroaches reside is Blatodea, and their, uh, their relatives are Blatoptra. Hey, Mr. Biomater. Look, I'm, I'm, I, like, I had to do the same thing when I set my name to Myrmophile on Earth Defense Force, okay? Like, I'm guessing it's blatology. Isn't that when you want to fuck a mermaid? No, myrmacology is the study of ants. And so calling myself Myrmophile on Earth Defense Force was really funny. 
Because they're ants, and you kill the ants, and then you fuck the ants. Yeah. That's what uh, EDF is. I hate I love EDF. I'm arachnophobic as they come, and I love EDF. I just think it's not a good game. I'm arachnophobic because they come. Monster Masume, back on anime, baby. Oh, man, I didn't tell you what I just commissioned an artist to draw, did I? Oh, you definitely I think didn't. You did. oh, no, I, I told Mike. I told Mike. All right. So uh, because I believe oh, that there needs to be bad. more chaos in the world, Frog. Do you remember that one artist who for a while was drawing like Monster Musume meets like various characters from other media? Like it was Dale Grimble and Rachnera from Monster Musume, and then it was like Samuel Jackson and the Lamia. I think you have put this on my timeline recently. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about, Frog? I don't. Okay, they're like really. I I imagine it. Pretty they're, they're really poorly drawn uh, comics, and they're they're intentionally poorly drawn. So I'm like putting the probe out to find like an artist to draw this for me because so far every single artist has turned me down. It's like some Wonder Bread curse. <laughs> uh, but basically, it's Tito or Teto, however you want to pronounce her name. She's the uh, Vocaloid competition. Tito Dick. Yeah, whatever. It's uh, the Vocaloid competitor to Hatsune Miku, the the, the red haired one. Dick man, baby. Dick man. And uh, she's shopping with the MC from Darling and the Franks at Babies R Us in the maternity pants section. And on the guy's other arm, he's got Lamia from uh, Monster Musume. I, I don't remember her name. And uh, basically, it's Teto just basically saying like, oh, man, I can't wait for, to fill out these maternity pants after what you did to me. And then the Lamia is looking at the MC from Darling and the Franks. It is like, so uh, when are you going to make it? So I start filling out maternity <laughs> pants, Darling. Cause get it, darling, because that was that was that was double zeros thing that she would say. And uh the MC from Darling in the Franks is like, bitch, you don't wear pants. I don't understand. Are you okay, Mike? So I started playing Disco Elysium today. <laughs> uh today on the day of recording, it's the 30th, they released a full like English uh, language dub for the game, which is great because there's 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 like five novels worth of text and dialogue in that game. Uh, it's kind of insane that they they released this uh, for it, and it's like pretty fucking good. And uh, I gotta fucking tell you that game is literally the funniest video game I've ever fucking played. Like I've only played about an hour of it, and I've last I laughed my ass off no no less than five times at. There was this moment, because if you don't know anything about Disco Elysium, it's basically, it's a game where you play a cop, and you wake up in a hotel, it's the very first thing that happens, and uh, you have no memory of your entire fucking life, uh, because for the last three days, uh, you have been on a very excessive alcohol bender, and it has completely destroyed your ability to perceive yourself. Like, the first thing that happens is the lizard part of your brain is like, hey, don't you want to not wake up? Isn't being in this abyss super cool? And you can talk with your own lizard brain. Uh, but you eventually wake up, and uh, you, you discover that you were in this hotel for three days, uh, and you were supposed to solve a murder... But instead, you got fucking schlitfaced. Uh, and it's really cool. There's no... It's a CRPG with no combat, which is... That's, I thought it had thing. some form of combat. Because you have stats that go no. up and go down as things go on. By Depending yes, on the clothes because, that you wear. Yes. Because it is it's still a CRPG, but there is no actual combat. 
everything is skill check based. So like, let, let, let's say for, here's a good example, right? Uh, it's the first time I died playing it. I was talking to the, uh, the manager of that, that hotel's, um, uh, like, uh, cafeteria. And I said, uh, he told me that he, I owed him 150 bucks, uh, for the past three days and for the fact that I destroyed part of the hotel. Okay. And, uh, but, in by that the way, one what, moment, what, what year does this game take place? It takes place in its own world, okay. uh, like, but it's wh- it's roughly the 70s. Okay. Uh, let's say 1975. I would say around there, yeah. Um, but uh, I uh, I get he said I, I owe him like 150 bucks, and like uh, immediately part of my brain who uh, at, it's part of my brain that uh, helps like makes me like anthropomorphize things. And it is anthropomorphized my own. Brain. Yes, uh, it, it has done that to my tie, and my tie is a character now. And the Kai, the 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 tie tells me, "Fuck it, get the fuck out of here right now! You owe, owe this guy shit." And then the logical side of my brain kicks in and said, "No, you should, don't don't fucking listen to him. Just talk to him." By the way, that's a seven hundred fifty-three dollars in today's currency. That you that you owe this hotel man. So like three days, that's a pretty nice hotel if you're paying two hundred fifty dollars a day, like two hundred dollars a day. It's it, it's it's it, I would say that even though like it's it takes place in its own world, so the money's completely made up. But that's that's probably around right because uh, you do like you literally destroy your own hotel room. Um, but anyway, I I decided to pick the option to run, and I failed the check. Because uh, it told me that I percentage chance, and I failed it because it was very low. But I wanted to see what happened, so my guy books it to the right, and it doesn't say shit to him, and then d- jumps in the air, turns around, and gives him the double bird as he's colliding with a woman in a wheelchair, <laughs> and uh, uh, and then I told him to go fuck himself. I hit the woman in the wheelchair and then I die of a heart attack because I only have one uh, hit point of health because of how I chose to do my character's build. Uh, and it, it was the funniest fucking thing because she wakes me up and then uh, the scripted sequence is over and then immediately die from a heart attack. <laughs> it, it was so fucking funny. Uh, and this game is, it's genuinely hilarious. Like you call, you call your, uh, cause you lose your badge and your, uh, and pretty much everything. So you call your, your precinct to report your lost badge and everyone at the, like they literally put you on speakerphone so that everyone in your precinct can make fun of you for losing your badge. And then one guy goes, next you're going to tell me that you lost your gun. And it, your guy goes, well, of course I didn't fucking lose my gun. Just wait a second. And he, and he pats himself. I fucking lost my gun too. <laughs> and, but, but you don't have to tell them that. So you can actually try and pretend like, of course I don't have my gun. And the guy's like, oh yeah, <laughs> what's it look like? And, and you could like, you could ask your partners with you, hey, what's, what's your gun look like? <laughs> and they catch you in the lie super easy. It's so, like, it's so genuinely hilarious. Uh, and I, I, I've only played like an hour of it, and I fucking—it's so good, dude! It's so fucking so, good. It's hard to make me laugh. You know, at shit. I, you know, I've I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, I will say that the people I have heard good things from also think that Baldur's Gate and uh, Icewind Dale are good games. So I I'm a little bit hesitant to trust the game. 
And there's there's also one big thing keeping me from playing this game, Mike. Uh, anything with more reading than, like, say, Math Blaster in it is not something I can play. See, that's why... I like Persona. I do like Persona, but the entire game is voice <laughs> acted. But here's the deal. That's why this new, uh, like, this new Final Cut that just dropped is great, because it's now all voice acted. Like, there's still some, like, flavor text stuff you can read, but, like, it all the talking, like, you don't have to read it. You can just listen to the performances. It makes it a lot more... Because I, I fall asleep at these types of games, typically. Not because they're bad, but because I... I, reading a bunch makes me tired because my brain bad. But like hearing, like hearing, a, like a, 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 one of the first people I talked to was a woman, and then because I I have low like uh, stats, I say to her uh, accidentally, "I want to fuck you," uh, and she goes, "What?" <laughs> she laughs in my face and then orders me to repeat that, to which my the authoritarian part of my brain goes. You don't have to fucking listen to her. She's a woman. <laughs> I mean, oh it's God. 1975. That's that's accurate. And that's that's the kind of thing like that. That's this this game is insane in that way. Like, uh, you can become a feminist, uh, a race realist. What, Mike? Uh, Mike, you please, can become a please communist. explain to me what is a race realist. It's someone that believes that race is real. Like like NASCAR. It's yes. best that you believe so. It's best that you believe so. Uh, you can hold any any thought in your head. Like one of the last thoughts I, I earned when I was playing the game, because they're basically skills, uh, is that I became a hard shitter, and that my bow my stool is so hard that it becomes a skill, and like all my shits are super hard. It makes my constitution a little bit better. Uh, it's, it's a completely nuts game and you can, I'm going to tell you the only benefit you actually get from increasing the, like the, 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 uh, not the, the, the density of your dumps is sometimes it hits your prostate just right on its way out and you get a little bit of a hardened pee pee and then your penis touches the inside of the bowl and you got to cut your dick off. Welcome. Welcome to the real man's world. Dude, it's. It is, I, I, like, we're building a new house. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about this. I have. Uh, we're building a new house, and I made it perfectly clear that there needs to be at least one toilet in that house with an elongated bowl, because these, these, like, round, happy circle bowls ain't dealing with that. You ever, you ever touch your pee-pee against the inside of a bowl, Mike? Uh, I have a small penis, so no. Okay, Frog, have you ever touched your pee-pee to the inside of a bowl while you're sitting down? <laughs> I suppose once in a while. Yeah, like, isn't that just the most jarring experience? Not really. It's just physics. If you put something near something, think, there's a good chance it'll touch. Yeah, but, like, then you get to the reality that you're the one who cleans the toilets in your house, and you realize you do it, like, maybe every six months. You're like, man, this is just, I got I definitely tetanus. clean the, the more than that. <laughs> well, the, the, the mindset I go off of is that pee is sterile. So I figure if I just pee all over the toilet, like, once a week, it'll sterilize the toilet. Generally a good call. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't, I, I've never had my penis touch the, the, the bowl, but I do have large pendulous balls that tend to brew tea when I'm taking a shit. Do they, do they really? Uh, yeah. Especially when it's hot outside. The hotter it gets, the more oh, they like to dangle. 
Oh man, that's, that's, you know, that's actually worse. Like I'm surprised they don't immediately shrivel right back inside you when that happens. They don't. I, cause I got used to it. Uh, and, and ah, just imagine, just imagine I, when I'm an old man, they're going to be uncontrollable. There's, you're reminding me of that that streamer. I don't know if the meme's been getting passed around in your discords, but there's a girl. I, I I'm going to find the video, but it's just like she looks like a girl, Mike. I'm I'm alright. I'm going to say it like that. She looks like a girl version of you, Mike, Sounds with hot. way shorter hair. Sounds hot. And uh, she was like, "I'm gonna go on a date with this guy, and I'm gonna make sure I'm not gonna have sex with him because I'm not going to wash my ass before I go out." Yo, and this is my kind of and girl. Then, yo, and then it. And then, and then she'll be like, so I actually think I really like this guy. So before I go on this date today, I'm going to make sure I wash my ass. I'm going to jump in the shower. And then this other time she's like, this girl was like, I bet he does you doggy style because of how ugly your face looks. She's like, no, actually, I force him to do missionary by not washing my ass. So he has to look at me. Why is this? Okay, this uh, one, what is this? This one in a tangent. This one in a weird, bad. <laughs> I just that, that's what you're reminding me of right now, Mike. Like, you should never get used to your toilet bowl water on your nuts. What? I mean, uh... I don't know what it has to do with the other thing. Well, it's just like, there's like a level of cleanliness. Like, your your poop is in that toilet with your nuts. You know what? You need to, like, wash your nuts afterwards. Yeah, I mean, when I'm done, you typically wash my undercarriage. Like, do you not wipe your ass off? Well, yeah, I do. But, like, in the situation which my balls have touched, like, poopy water, I I would wash my balls. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You're supposed to dry off your nether regions in general whenever you, like, fucking use the... Do you not, like... Like, ever dab piss water off your dick? Oh, I don't. I, I mean, yeah, I do, but, like, you gotta realize I don't live in a humid hellhole. Alaska is the most frigid, like, dry area you could possibly imagine. Oh, see, I live, I live, I live in the rice fields, uh, Gaijin, uh, like, it's humid as shit here. Like, I can't, I literally, if I go to the bathroom during the, the, the summer, uh, if I'm at home, I have to change my underwear because of how wet it is. If I'm not at home, I have to suffer. You know, that, that reminds me actually a lot of North Carolina when I was there. Did I ever tell you my story of when I was like, cause I have to go to North Carolina a lot for work. I did not believe, I think I've talked about this. I did not believe, have, have you seen the boys, the, the show, the boys? Yes. We, in fact, I wanted to talk about it and you were like, no, I don't want to. It's, it's fucking, it's a superhero show. We're an anime podcast. We're going to talk. So yeah, I did saw that. Okay. Yeah, remember when they're like driving through the Bible belt and they have those like billboards that are like, don't abort me, mommy. I could be the next Homelander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I didn't think those billboards were real. <laughs> yes. And then, and then I drove from North to South Carolina. <laughs> uh, and I, it's just, there's just billboards. There's just, I could have cured cancer, but mommy yeeted me out of her uterus. I live, I live about 20 minutes away from a city in Arkansas called Harrison. And, uh, they, when you drive into Harrison, there's a giant billboard that says, uh, anti-racist is a code word for anti-white. So, you know, pretty normal. Yeah. I like how, Marcus. like, that, that, that's the thing that, that makes your persona just, like, wash away. That's the one. <laughs> it's just... It's just Oh, I, I like I, I had a million responses go through my head, but I kind of am happy with my Twitter not getting bombarded. So oh like I'm going to keep them all to myself. 
Um, no, it's funny you should mention that. If we're just gonna like, if we're gonna snap like smack ball sacks to ball sacks here, I'll in Anchorage uh, this last sacks. weekend on Saturday, there was a giant rally in front of the Sears Mall in Eagle oh, no. River. And why we still have a Sears Mall is beyond me. Or in Anchorage, Anchorage, there was a Sears Mall where it was a giant mask burning. So everybody got together in a parking lot, took off their masks, and burned their masks in a giant bonfire. And a lot of my friends, because I got a lot of woke friends up here in Alaska. And by the way, these are the, the 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 woke people up here in Alaska are the reason I don't take the left seriously because they are the most pants on the head, stupid human beings on the planet. Somehow worse than the conservatives. I I don't know how, but they're like, we should go to this rally and beat these guys up. And I'm like, it's a it's a self solving problem. Just just <laughs> let them go have their rally where they burn the masks and then they all die. You don't have to do anything. I think mean, that that is fair. If 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 we if we let Darwin do its course, uh, these people would just deal with themselves. But 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 personally, you know, I'm I want universal health health care even for the people that are just going to kill themselves with COVID. I just I, I don't actually know how you get COVID at this point because. I am the person who should have gotten COVID by this point. I work in hospitals. I work out five days a week. I I, I lick my fingers when I'm driving all the time because I got nervous <laughs> habits. And in a year, I somehow haven't managed to get COVID, despite the fact I live in one of the states that's taking COVID the least seriously. So at this point, I don't actually think COVID's real and we made it up. There's a decent chance you did have COVID. You, you were probably just one of the carriers. No, because my wife didn't get COVID. Uh, it, mm, I guess that's fair. I mean, it, it's still potential. Like, it, being a carrier is about as common as getting actually sick from it. Uh, I just, I, I don't, COVID's not real. It, it was a conspiracy theory made up by the Chinese government so that they could cripple the U.S. economy and overlap us even further. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I almost died from COVID... Maybe I'd be right there with you because China do be sus, dog. China do be sus. Dude, you you didn't have COVID, Mike. You had swine flu. It was a new strain. Yeah, no, I had swine flu because I'm a fat pig. Though, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, fun fact, I, I will say, I, I do hope once COVID is actually over, when people do start getting sick and do start not feeling well, they'll remember like to put masks back on. Because they said the seasonal flu this year, flu cases were down 98%. Uh, of course, because like, masks, especially during flu season, are kind of fucking good. They're, they're good things. Who knew? Well, like masks are great because if you're sick, you put on a mask. If you're going to break into an Amazon store, you're going to wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, encourage wait, breaking Amazon, Amazon store. stores. <laughs> uh, Welcome back, Frog. What? 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 Huh? <laughs> Frog's over there. Frog, frog's playing uni on the podcast again. What, what? I just, I honestly, at this point, just, I imagine Frog does nothing but play Underbirth in Night Remix Saga. I don't know what it's called, actually. <laughs> frog, why, why don't you, uh, do you care about the new Melty? <laughs> um, it's a, it's a polarizing question. <laughs> uh, what if it has the uh, a a a Konsky blam farts guy you like? It's not going to. But um, I'm not a huge hey, fan know, of original Faust, Melty. Actually, Faust is back in Guilty Gear, man. I mean, anything's possible. That was. I mean, he's in like every Guilty Gear game. 
I just if if only Smoke would come back from Mortal Kombat, that'd make me so happy. Uh, Foss is not I a surprising Smoke. re-entry, really. <laughs> no, uh, the fact that Bridget still hasn't come back is the surprising bit. M- like, Moth, Moth over here is just like, can you believe the soul bad guys coming back? It's crazy. <laughs> can, can putting you Kai in the, the game. <laughs> no, uh, Bridget. That's the one I want to see back in the game because I think as a society, uh, Bridget can now move past the part of being a meme and uh, be be just fat material. A hundred percent. Now, here's the deal. I a hundred percent agree. We are currently in the 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 renaissance of the. We're in the boy. gay renaissance. A hundred percent. But I think if Bridget comes back, Bridget should come back. Swole as shit. Like <laughs> oh yeah, big. No, no, I I agree with you. No, no, I I absolutely do. Because like it, it it's it, people be like, oh yeah, they're bringing back Bridget, and then it's literally like buff, like that buff Chie meme, like just fucking huge, fucking. Guns oh, you mean and from shit. Hunter X Hunter? Yeah, like it's straight up biscuit. Just, they've they've changed they've changed uh, Bridget into a grappler. Like just fuck it, just fuck <laughs> it. Just completely changed. They're just. They straight up downloaded uh, Zangief's moveset, didn't change a single thing. Yeah, it's, it's the exact same. In. Although, Timken's in the game and is way better, just they just put... They just put... <laughs> uh, I, heard, uh, I heard you can't actually do anything against, uh, what is it, Potman? Potemkin is or... fucking ridiculous in the beta. It, uh, okay, apparently so... his his hitboxes were so bad so he couldn't do anything. He had like a, I don't think it was five frames, but like he had like a ridiculous like standing punch, right? Like, you know, standing punch is like the fastest move in the game. And he, he could just... His hitbox for that was like it just took up like half the screen, <laughs> and he could just spam it. Oh my god, it was really funny. Uh, they're probably gonna tune him down a little bit, maybe make his moves slower. I think they're probably gonna make his so his jabs can't be just like instantly pressed forever. They're probably gonna make them like single buttons. Oh um, yeah. By the way, have any of you been playing Monster Hunter Rise? I don't have a Switch. No, I I decided uh, not to. Um, because but the reason I decided not to is because in. A, Disco Elysium right now, and then in, in exactly a month, near Replicant comes out, and then a month from that, uh, SMT three is coming out. So I'm pretty good on games right now. See, I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of in this weird hell because like Monster Hunter Rise is my big game, and now now keep in mind I consistently just go back to Mech Warrior Online, like that's the game that I just go back to because I'm boring. Uh, but it's it's rises out, and then I'm more or less like waiting for Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires to eventually come out? Question mark. You're the only person in this fucking world that's hyped for a Dynasty Warriors <laughs> game. Dude, the Empires games, like th- those are the ones you got to play, man. Like the Samurai Warriors Empires and the Dynasty, or it's like it's called like Samurai Shippoopy or something. No, but the, uh, the the Dynasty Warriors games you play are the good spinoffs, like like yeah, Strikers. exactly, like the One Piece Pirate Warriors, the the Samurai Empires. Uh, the, the you don't play the mainline games, you play the Empires. Yeah, I, I prefer like the the really out there, like the Hyrule Warriors and, and uh, yeah. the Persona one. The Persona one's apparently really good. Yeah, apparently it did what Persona 4 Dancing didn't do and actually let you continue a meaningful plot with your buddies. Uh, and and it's not like a, a sextillion long, uh, stupid, fucking bad video game uh, now. No, I, I, I know I've said this before, but I really did not like the sole purpose of Persona 5. The characters were not good. The characters weren't good and neither was the fucking story. That game's bad. What game are you there talking were... about again? I'm like lost. There were three good characters. Four. There were I could count four good characters in Persona Five, so I can't even count them on one hand. I can count them on one hand. The gun store owner, your guardian, 
uh, I think her name is Hifumi, the, the shogi playing chick, and your teacher. Wait, Hifumi's good? Like, oh, yeah, she's no. my favorite. No, she's only your favorite because she has bangs and long, dark hair. That's literally the only reason. Look, dude, the one who reminds me the most of my wife is the one I'm going to sleep with. <laughs> This, this man over here is just simping. He's like, yes, good character. Wait, wait, wait. Did I never tell you guys the story? Like, uh, so Freedom Wars. Did you guys ever play that? Uh, I did. Okay, so you know what Freedom Wars is on the PS Vita, right? Yes, it's it's literally one of the few really good Monster Hunter clones. It, it is one of the few genuinely good games that came out on the PS Vita. Like Soul Sacrifice? Nah, 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 nah. nah. But uh, in, in, in Freedom Wars, you create a character and then you immediately have to create a warden. So you make your character, and then you have to create a jailer that watches over your character and is super abusive. Like, girls probably cream themselves making Sebastian characters for this game. Because, I, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure you're creaming yourself right now thinking about it. I absolutely am. And I was just playing the game absentmindedly, and my wife, like, looked over while the warden was, like, kicking my dude's legs out from under me because I hadn't earned the ability to sit down yet or something. And she's like, why... What's that? And I'm like, oh, that's my AI. It's responsible for how many years I have left on my prison sentence. And I'm like explaining the game to her. And she's like, why does she look exactly like me? Oh, no. I was, I was like, your, your wife has had to, to uh, like confront the fact that you're <laughs> you're attracted to, to, to really like you want her to do some fucking shit. And she's like, I'm not ready for that. No, no, it's just like, it, it's the thing. I love my wife so much that generally when I create a female counterpart, like in the Empire's games, like I always make myself and then I always make my wife and then we always end up together because I love my wife. Yeah, you love your wife so much you want her to crush your balls. I absolutely do not. She's been trying to gaslight me into pet play for like the last week and I just will not accept this. Uh, you should accept that. That, that sounds, that sounds, that is that sounds hot as fuck. demeaning as hell. Just because I'm into mommy dom does not mean I want to wear cat ears. Man, that's, uh, listen, Moth, you're a cute guy. That sounds fucking adorable. <laughs> I'm a creatine goblin. I'm about to start murdering people. I'm just imagining fucking, uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining the fucking video of Moth going, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I gotta right, fucking I gotta <clears throat> fucking DM your wife and just just give her tips on how to fucking uh just fucking like gaslight you into wanting to be a pet. Wait, 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 wait. let me one sec. <clears throat> yeah, I threw up on the floor, mistress. <laughs> All right, yeah. now delete that and never put that in the audio again. Okay. Uh, that was uh, that was that was monstrous. That was disgusting. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. All right, let's uh, let's move on and talk about the actual weekly topic. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but before we do though, have you guys been watching anything? Uh, any shows? Oh, uh, you know, we were supposed to talk about Wonder Egg, but I haven't seen the last episode, and at this point, I don't even care anymore. Apparently, the last episode is being delayed till June. <laughs> is the it? Last, no, the last episode came out today. Oh. No, no, you're thinking of Attack on Titan, Frog. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Wonder Egg, uh, Wonder, uh, Wonder Eggs episode was delayed by like a few hours, but it came out today. I'm watching it. I'm watching the last two episodes after we're done recording. Actually. Cool. I have to still start it. Uh, we'll maybe we'll have an episode on that pretty soon. Um, but uh, I started reading a few things. I caught up on Promised Neverland, which is a thing I did. Uh, I finished that manga, which was interesting. Bad. Um. We can maybe have a discussion about that sometime. That'd be interesting. I thought there's it was... nothing to discuss anymore. 
Yeah, I don't like Promised Neverland, and I don't think Moth would ever be vaguely interested in it. So I watched the first season, and I liked the mother and the sister characters. They were great, and I was glad they brought her back for season two, but season two was so bad season that I two don't care about it anymore. Season two is not the, uh... Okay, well, it's season, not canon. Yeah, no, that's the... Season two did some fucky wucky. I don't know what even happened there. Um, in case anyone's not aware, that's not, uh... That's not how the manga goes, even remotely. Um... <laughs> And then everybody was friends. I think that actually the manga gets pretty good for a while and then has a bit of a downward decline towards maybe the halfway point. But, and I think it goes just downhill from there. But, uh, I think there's definitely some good enjoyment to come out of the series for a, for a long while. For like a hundred chapters or so. Um, I like and it. And I think it, it literally is just some Hunger Games shit. And, uh, if you like Hunger Games and you want more Hunger Games, you might like it. I mean, I'm not saying it's a death game. I'm not saying it's a death game. I'm saying it's a young adult novel, and I I read a thousand of those in high school. I mean, I think it becomes way more young adult novelly towards the end of it, but it feels it feels still feels pretty shoneny. I think towards the start, especially especially around the Lewis stuff. I think Lewis is pretty cool. Um, I don't, but they, I, but guess what? They put the Lewis is not even in season two because just just did whatever the hell. I don't. I'm so confused. Let's let's not worry about it. Let's not worry about a frog. Let's it, okay. Here's the thing: we all we've all been watching Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Yeah, it yeah. just ended recently. What do you guys yeah, think okay, of the last so, episode or the last episodes uh, for that matter? I still need to watch it. Um, the, the thing yeah, is, like, we're not going to pretend Jujutsu Kaisen isn't good. It's got some phenomenal animation. It's a mangaka who really understands how to write female characters, and overall, it's phenomenal. It really is. Watch yeah. it. it. You know, and the nice thing is. Um, the mentally bereft are still really enjoying My Hero Academia, so you can actually enjoy Jujutsu Kaisen without molestation. <laughs> Apparently, My Hero Academia is entering its its last arc soon. It said that like three times. Well, here's here's the thing. He had a last arc, and I think they actually extended an arc. They they said okay that that it was I think because uh, who was it Akira Toriyama wanted to be done after the Cell Saga, and his editor made him write the Boo Saga, which is the why the Boo Saga just seems weird. And that's more or less what's the best. And that's actually what's more or less happened with My Hero Academia. From my understanding, it should have been done an entire arc previously. By the way, as 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 is normal, everyone, please disregard anything Moth says, just in case it's it's he's just talking out of his ass. Because that that tends to happen a lot. Every single time I listen back to an episode I'm not on, Moth always says some like fucking hate like fucking dumb shit and it, it makes me so mad so if right now you know the truth and you're really mad just know that i can't correct him but i feel you man i feel you I'm, i've been there well my hero academia isn't even the guy's best work uh prior to that he had an anime about furries at a zoo uh hmm? yeah no okay. the be, before my hero academia it was a manga about a uh, zoo and all the animals had like their own tribes and whatnot and a lot of the characters that you're now seeing in My Hero Academia originated from there. Like, there's a character that looks like Bakugo. Uh, Killer Orca is a character from this previous manga. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm still thinking of the Great okay. Assault, but... <laughs> anyway, uh, you were saying Jujutsu Kaisen is really great. I agree. Um... I think it's... Uh, Moth was probably... going on a point about Jujutsu Kaisen and completely lost himself. Yeah, I was I like, say. I, 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 like, um, I like Jujutsu Kaisen. What makes me really mad is generally I don't like the... Uh, who is it? The Akak? 
Hey, who's the white-haired teacher from Naruto? My brain just went south. Kakashi. Uh, which one? Okay. Normally, I don't, there's, there's two white-haired teachers from Naruto. N- normally, I don't like the Kakashi, ty- Kakashi types, but like... I would not say Goro is a Kakashi. He is very much the Kakashi. Gojo? I, I, yeah, go. Sorry, Gojo. I would not. I would. I would say uh, Gojo. Like he has like a, a, a like he has a Kakashi flavor, but Gojo is not is not Kakashi. There we go. Uma Godoki Zoo. Okay. That that was the yeah. previous work by the the an author who did My Hero Academia, and it's better. If, if you want to hero your academias, go do that. But Jujutsu uh, uh, Kaisen is great. Uh, Gojo is literally one of the best uh, main characters. Not, not main characters, but like... Supporting like, characters. So Main the, supporting characters I've ever seen. Mike, I don't care if the audience can't see this, but I want you to look at the picture I just sent you. Tell me that's not Killer Orca back there. That, that, is, oh, actually wow, that is actually just him. Orca. Yeah. Like that, that, that's, you're not even like this isn't like you be like being you. That's just killer that's orca. That's literally just killer orca. It's like the tie and everything. Yeah, and if you look, Holy the character shit. that represents the lion looks a certain lot amount like Bakugo. Uh wait, which one's the lion? It's directly uh, it's, below it, Killer Orca. Yeah. Um It's it's the humanoid. Uh, I would say it looks more like the metal dude. Yeah, his hair's too yeah, he looks more like the villain guy. Look, all, all I'm saying is like I'm not making this up. That's no, he's no, not. That's that's a thing. That that um, is wow. just that that's just Killer Orca. That's like, just that... him. That's interesting reference, I guess. Um, kind of cool to reappropriate a character. What I was gonna say about Juju, by the way, um, it's very good. I think uh, in terms of like shonen that's come out, I can't think of anything I like better than it. Um, that I consider a shonen that for that matter. Like you know, like Chainsaw Man is in Shonen Jump, but I won't. I wouldn't call it one. Um. It, it's just... one of the. It, it feels honestly. It gives me like. It's weird to say this because it's not really similar, but like the the type of vibes it gives with how it uses its its cast kind of reminds me of of something like uh like uh the Yu Yu Hakusho or more specifically a reference to uh, to an anime slash manga. I know I'm the only one who's read and watched uh, Kakaishi. Cause oh no, Kakashi's great with the barriers. Yeah, yeah, I love Kakashi. This uh, granted, Kakashi is very much not the exact same thing, uh, in, in, in especially in the tone because it's much more like it's a shonen. It's more kid. No, it, this this feels more like Demon Slayers to me, Mike. Obviously, I mean, no, I, I like Demon Slayers, but Demon Slayers is not as intriguing as Jujutsu Kaisen, like. Jujutsu Kaisen set up a character as a main character and then killed them. And just fucking killed them. He got worse. better. He got better. Uh, no, no. I mean, like, he, he means, like, the other... Uh, this is a, this is an anime mostly thing, because, like, you know, they didn't have an opening in the, in the manga, obviously. But they did a cool thing. Spoilers for Jujutsu Kaisen Season 1. You should watch it by now. Come on. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. You talking about, are you talking about the guy who he, like, imagined being his buddy and, like, going to school? No, who no, had no, the no, coolest no, 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 curse? No, no, no. He's, he's alive. What? No. We're uh, talking about the dude with the jellyfish familiar. Yeah, that was an awesome power, by the way. I'm so sad that got wasted. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Junpei gets set up in the opening of the first se- of the first uh, half of the season uh, he says he shows up in the end with uh, with all the friends and next to you know Mr. Main character, and uh, so it, it's basically like setting up people's expectations to be like, oh, he's probably gonna end up like you know joining the joining the main cast, and then that was dashed, and that was pretty cool. I think that was a cool addition to kind of trick people into that. Um, okay. Jujutsu Kaisen is one of the few like sh- pieces of shonen work 
where they will kill a character and the character's death will be final. And it feels nice. Yeah, no. Um, this is not really spoilers, but like I've read the, I'm caught up with the manga and, you know, people die. Um, and there's no fake outs. People just die. Um, there's, well, there's one fake out. Well, if you count really the first one, but that's like, cause like, come on. Um, <laughs> the cool thing about that fake out is that they give it away right away. Yeah, yeah, they don't, uh, they don't, no one else yeah, knows. If, if it's ambiguous, it's hard to tell, but if they like, say, if you see someone die, they're dead. It's really fucking cool. I, like, I love that. Yeah. Um, also, like, I had a discussion about this earlier. I'm not sure if we talked about it on the podcast, but like, yeah, Shonen, people die on this one. It's, it's good. I mean, like, That's another thing Shonen that has, this one has a lot so of stakes, good. actually. Like, this, this, just Kaisen's like, you feel like they're actually in danger, like, a lot of the time. Because people can just fucking die, and they pop. People pop. People pop people like just, they just go bye bye. Uh, I'm I'm interested in seeing. Are you gonna read it after this, Mike? Uh, well, they they announced that they're doing a movie. Yes, they're doing a movie for the prequel manga called Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which is actually really important for the rest of it. I'm, I knew they had to put it in somewhere. I was wondering if they were gonna do it maybe because like they had three three episodes left after the last arc in the season. I was wondering maybe they're gonna fit it here, but no, they decided to just do keep going with another small arc that happened after that, and then shoot Jujutsu Kaisen Zero into a movie format, which will be interesting. Now, can we, I, uh, can we just I, talk I about the best about power, though? Like, I, I just... Oh, I, Boogie Woogie? Yeah. Boogie Woogie. Boogie Woogie is fantastic. Best character with the best power, with just... Mm. I adore Toto. He's like, Toto's great. But it, um, I, it's a character that, like, I just kind of... I, I hate that I like him so much, but Toto... Oh, Toto. I love Toto. Dude, he's he's a, he's the most moth mothcore character I could imagine. Like he, he's uh, a big himbo who loves fat asses and and like when asked how his power works, he's just like it just does. <laughs> I have no I, no my my only my only downside with him is and this should not actually be uh, that that unknown about me, but I really don't like idol stuff. I don't like idols. I don't like VTubers. I especially don't like hollow livers. So like that—that's the only thing about him I don't love. I'm sorry, Lily. I'm sorry. I—I I, I tried. To, I couldn't help it. Please, please don't stop listening to. It's probably no, it's, it's it's I don't I don't hold anything against them. Like I I don't think they're bad people. I I think what they do is fine. It's just not my cup of tea. And my biggest issue is I can't go into a single one of my discords and go into the anime channels without people simping for VTubers. And I'm just I'm I'm tired of it. I'm not I'm not like oh man VTubers are bad people. It's like no, nah, dude. I'm just. I'm tired Have every you day. Peek me 20, for like half a second, bro. It's amazing. Like twenty people <laughs> debut every day, and they don't get enough followers. They redebut a week later with a not safe for work account, and then that maybe works. And then they collab with other. It's just I'm done. Please, just no more VTubers. Leave me alone. Yeah, but the, like that—that's how I. I mean, that's how I felt about isekai as a genre. And then uh, <laughs> there are, but a good isekai comes around. I'm like, wow, that's a good isekai. And there, there are good VTubers. Pika me is, is amazing. <laughs> very fucking good. <laughs> like, just in the same way that I have to have like a favorite football team or a favorite basketball team, which is funny because my favorite basketball team no longer exists. Like I do have a favorite VTuber. It, it, it's, it's Toa. But that's only so that if somebody asks me the question, I can be like, I, I like that one. And then just leave me alone now. Please. You can just say you don't like it. <laughs> Well, no, it's, it's, I, I, I have to, like, it's I fine have to, to not be, be into it. It's just well, like, I, I have to maintain a certain level of social decorum when I'm on my job site. And believe it or not, I've been working on an MRI, and one of the techs has been like, have, Do you know about Hollow Live? And I'm like, 
That's yeah, amazing. I really like Toa's rendition. That's, okay, that guy, I feel bad for that guy, because, like, no one asks that in public. That guy has I've run out of options. Dude, if you're an MRI <laughs> technologist, you have Asperger's. Like, pure and simple. Uh, like, and it, it, it's just... Mm, I can't tell certain stories about my job, but just, just know that if you work on MRIs and that's your main system that you work on, whether you're a technologist or whether you repair them, you are cripplingly, cripplingly autistic and there's nothing you can do about it. I don't know. And having autism and I'm, I'm, is A-OK. No, no, no and I'm, I'm saying that because my main modality is MRI. I'm like, I mean, yeah. to be fair, everyone on this podcast is on the spectrum somewhere. Oh, yeah, are, are uh, we going to talk amazing. about neurodivergence so I can bully you guys again? Toto's really cool. <laughs> I like him a lot. My favorite character is Fushiguro, my little edgy boy. Um, I, you mean I Sasuke? Really like, you mean cooler no. Sasuke? No. I really like my, uh, my beautiful my, boy to the poopy series. I really like my non-binary hammer queen. She's, she's uh, also she's, amazing. Actually, well, I think Nanami also is one of my favorites. He's a really great. There's, there's a bunch of really good characters in it, and the best thing about it is it doesn't flood you with a trillion of them. It, 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 here's the deal: it it does like flood you with a lot of them, but they are all winners. Every single character who they ever introduce is like, yeah, they're all really good because <laughs> like, it doesn't just introduce a shit ton of them and then just kind of leave them for a while until eventually you get back to them. It's like, oh, here's he is. Here's what they do. They're really cool. Moving on. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at you, like, MHA. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was I was about to call out my hero. He's like, "Fuck, man! So many of those characters are completely useless. Like, what's the point of that dude who can talk to bugs? <laughs> Literally exists for no reason. He's completely I don't even useless, know his name. Dude. No He's one a does. Worthless waste of space. And so is the girl with headphones. Like, oh my god. You know, I, okay, I really okay, like no. the dude who gets stronger when he eats sugar. <laughs> that guy's also worthless. Not really. Fuck, like, if okay. you go into a diabetic panic and take out the planet. Listen, the girl with the headphone jack, she's she's good. She just shouldn't be in that. She's, she's she fine have, as she a character, have like a fucking... she's not, like, useful or cool. To be fun. But the arc where she does the festival is... is it's cute! She's... I, I, I simp! I, I simp! Care, I okay. simp! So, Trigun. I read it, and I still don't care. So, uh... But yeah, uh... I, I, will say, I will Go say this. Manga. So, for this, this week, our actual main point of topic was supposed to be Trigun. And uh, I'm actually really glad I watched the first six episodes because I was going to bluff with what I remember from the show because I really had no desire to sit down and watch this. And uh, I would have been called dead on the carpet because I totally watched a different part of the show than the first six episodes. What? Well, okay, okay, yeah. So if if we had started this, everybody would be like, oh, so how do you manage to mess up the first six episodes? Well, like, if somebody was like, hey, Moth, how was the first six episodes of the show for you? I'd be like, oh, you know, it was great. You know, him and his brother were on a spaceship. His brother killed. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Frog has never seen Trigun, and he's probably going to watch it. I just, I would have gone off of that point. Like, and, and I would have been found dead on the spot of not watching it. Uh, yeah, everybody, spoilers for the first, uh, I guess, all of Trigun. <laughs> I was oh, like, man. I was like, yeah, in episode uh, four, he killed that guy with the saxophone. Don't you guys remember? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, Trigun is, uh, okay, so that wasn't a huge spoiler. That there's two kids on a spaceship. That's fine. I've already told Frog that Vash is an Aryan super soldier, so... Well, it's fine. 
I just I don't want I don't want it like the big spoilers in it. I don't want it. That's not a spoiler if I have no idea what he's talking about. That's true. It's true. But yeah, associate uh, with something later. But whatever. So so let's let's uh, let's talk about Trigun real quick. Trigun is an anime that, much like Helsing, was absolutely ruined for me in high school because the same people that I wish to commit acts of violence to would never shut up about it. And then you watched it, and it was super fucking good. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Vash is actually very much the type of character that, and I, I hate to do this, but like, I like him. I genuinely like his cowardice. I like the fact that he's incredibly good at a lot of things, and yet he actually doesn't want to be violent. I like Vash. I, I think Vash is one of the best uh, main characters in anime. Um, I just wish you'd stop he- simping for pedophilia. <laughs> yeah what he do he do okay he's like um uh spoiler he's hundreds of years old uh and no he's like, like 38 no he's he's uh he's a streamer he's a twitch streamer who talks about social economics <laughs> fash uh, uh you know that girl frog in the that's tied up in the saloon episode uh that her father uh owns the town and and uh, they're trying to get ransom money out of him you know that girl yeah she's like 14 wild yeah because uh i mean she doesn't look it <laughs> well no no you, you do the math when you're like yeah 15 years ago he took over the town you're like hmm oh I she's she's that, she's at the oldest she's 17 crap yeah, I didn't. No. I didn't catch that, but like, she doesn't look it at all. So like, none of the young children in that show actually look like young children. Remember the flashback uh, when the girl was talking about being three years old and she looked like a full grown like seven year old. Uh, no, I do. Okay, so e- even in the show where there is a clearly a full adult woman, uh, Vash will simp for her. And then it will, then, then then it will be revealed that uh, no, he met her when she was a baby, and he's known her since then. And it's like, ooh, stop it, stop, please stop, it hurts. All aboard the prison bus. <laughs> but I love this show; it's great. Like it, I can accept the fact that, uh, just like Mushoku Tensei, I can accept the fact that our main character is a creepy pervert because he's still really cool. I I definitely. Yeah, um, this is also an era of the 90s. There, there's a point where I just give an anime a free pass. And honestly, when your anime aired at about the same time Bill Clinton was still president, I just, I let you do whatever. Like, honestly, I just, whatever. So I actually, um, I want to, because cause Frog is the person who went in as a Trigun virgin, like completely knew very little about it other than it's like the anime classic. So I, I, I want to hear what Frog thinks of the first few episodes. Um, It definitely feels old. And I don't mean that badly. I just mean it has like a lot of those tropes that kind of, I feel like a lot of new anime has grown out of somewhat <clears throat> in terms of like uh, pacing, especially. Um, Not that it's like, I don't, I still I think I had a good time with it for sure. And I think it's, but I definitely had a better time with the last two we watched, five and six, because they actually started kind of getting, to the plot to explaining things which it takes a while to get to anything like meaningful about the plot yeah i i will um, say though the way they handled episode one was nice there's a lot of animes where they try perfect. to get as much plot out the door as physically possible trigon t- it, it's taking its time and you're not not enjoying it while it's taking its time you're like yeah you know you clearly know this guy's vosh you clearly vash <laughs> 
I'm going to keep doing this. Look, you got two pedophiles with names that sound exactly the same. This is going to happen. Oof. Yikes. So, you, you know he's powerful. You know who he is. You enjoy the gags where the girls don't realize he's Vash. Like, you, you just, you enjoy it. And it takes its time, but you're not hating those first four episodes. No, I, 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 I never said they were bad. I think, but definitely, like, I was definitely, like, more interested in seeing, like, where it would go. Uh, by the, uh, by the end of the fourth episode, I was just like, come on, alright, let's, let's, let's pick it up a little bit so I can, like, you know, learn what's going on. Um, it isn't like, you know, ever say it's welcome for too long, but I feel like if I was watching this weekly, I would have given up by it by now. Um, by that point, just because nothing had happened. And it was getting very episodic. And I, I, I like episodic series, don't get me wrong, but in terms of how episodic series can go, I wasn't, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, my favorite. Like, I think, uh, a, like, a perfect episodic series is, like, uh, I almost said Jujutsu Kaisen, like, uh, Kikai Sensen is, like, my favorite kind yeah. of episodic series. Um, which is an incredible, I think it's the best, the best way you can do one that's not, like, a comedy. That's, like, the best kind of episodic series. Um, and it gets there, and I like where it goes, and I want to see more of where it went rather than where it was. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I, I think so. I do think that the opening episodes, like the first four episodes where it it does plot-wise meander, yeah. I think it's important for the world building. I think so too. I understand where that's about. Because like, you need to kind of establish what the heck's going this... on with everybody else and also kind of set Vash up in, in his character. Because like, if you know he's strong right off the bat, I mean, you understand... You 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 know you like like Moth said you kind of infer that and you'll be like yeah you expect him to be strong. But, yeah, so um, this thing called visual storytelling. But the fact that he like consistent you know the, he's consistently like this. It's not visual storytelling. <laughs> the fact that he's consistently like this. I was trying not to get triggered. Um, like outside of like serious situations, he's always kind of in the same mindset of like, uh, you know, peace or whatever. That's important to, to establish and for sure. Pe- love and peace. Love and peace. <laughs> love and peace. <laughs> love and peace. Um, that's important to set up. I agree, completely agree. I think it's kind of similar to like the early episodes of Gurren, right? Um, mm. Setting up like uh, Kamina as being like this super amazing bombastic guy and stuff before ripping the cord out from under our dicks. And even more than just setting up like Vash, like it is important that we see like he's a guy with this huge 60 billion double dollar debt on his head that that people obviously want but it also sets up the world that they live in of it's a world of parv- poverty and riches of the haves and the have-nots and and there are people that are being exploited actively and the first four episodes like you could have just jumped into it but allowing, like, seeing the different ways this manifests itself throughout the different cities, as well as also showing, like, because uh, they, they talk about the plants, but they never actually, like, even even in the first six episodes, even because the sixth episode deals with the plants, they never explicitly say what they are. Um, they are, they, they say it later, I believe. They're terraforming devices to terraform this planet that is a desert wasteland into a livable environment. And, uh, like there are people that are fighting in this post, like, uh, on this planet that they're, they're past, like there's an ancient civilization that provided all this, but that is hundreds of years past. 
and now everyone is fighting over the last dregs of livable uh, uh, location on this desert hellscape. And these four, the first four episodes really set that up, I think, pretty well. And I, I 100% agree that it does tend to meander a little bit. Like, you could take two of those episodes and probably combine them into one. Yeah, you, you, you absolutely uh, could. Uh, if I were to take it, I would say the ones with the sheriff's daughter. Or not the sheriff's daughter, the mayor's daughter. You could definitely combine that one. And probably, I know, because episode five was pretty vital. I don't know. I think I think you could combine that one with the the guy who owns the fucking uh, the water the, supply the oasis of water. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I like, and I, I think maybe, I think those are two good episodes. Maybe but. if you combine the first and the second episode. See, I actually like I like the first episode just being its own thing. Cause... Yeah, first episode like I think you can get away with that in the first episode. Like that's fine. I think um. though I. Like, I love the second and third episodes. I think if you just cut one of them, it would be more cohesive. I like the and one, I with, I like the one with the uh, the guy, the drunk dude. That one's good. Um, yes. That episode's fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, the, the drunken gunsmith was great. Didn't do anything for the plot. Absolutely did nothing for the plot. I mean, the first four didn't do anything for the plot. Other than set things up. Yeah, but, but no, yeah. I, I definitely think the drunken gunsmith was great. Yeah, so I think that one's, that one's my favorite out of the four. That's just kind of meander. And I, I also just I, I do want to totally applaud the show's like w- like it's it's restraint because Vash is he's a gunman. He has a big, cool, fancy gun and uh, be, and the, to just like let you know that this is a dude that's all about love and peace. He never fires that big, fancy gun for fucking Four episodes, dude. He also yeah. like, hasn't. He also uh, doesn't kill people for a very, very long time. Yes, and then like a very long he, time. And, and just, just, just spoiler alert here. Um, eventually, what causes him to kill somebody is somebody playing the saxophone at him. It takes somebody playing the saxophone for him to finally snap and kill them. Uh. Yeah, I I can't talk about it, man. I can't. I've told Frog. Uh, me and Frog talked about this. All the villains in these early episodes are cartoonishly like obvious villains. Like, yeah. like you have the the one dude who's an evil scientist who rides in his giantest son's pocket. Yep, and he smokes a giant cigar and only has three teeth. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> He might as well be a uh, Wild West old uh, Doctor Wiley. Well, Doctor Wiley. Yeah, no, it's like Dr. that, Wiley. and like the like the first the first villains episode of one. Oh my god, that dude's like a he's like a fucking uh, he's like the guy in the first episode of Vista the North Star. Oh yeah, okay, all right, <laughs> like heart or whatever. I don't remember. Dude, you're not supposed god, to. That, that dude. I throw boomerangs. But yeah, he that dude's great. Boomerangs. He I has, fucking love- like he has elephant ears and like giant. It's ridiculous. And the second episode, it's like this... It's not as cartoony. The second guy, you can kind of get away with. He's just this kind of meandering, kind of big-nosed... Oh, wait, hang on a second. He's capitalism. Yeah. And the third um, guy, though, it's like, oh, <laughs> this, like, skull man. <laughs> so, but later in the series, when the gung-ho guns appear... Oh. There's one gung gung ho gun who is insane. Like he's he's one he's probably the best character in the in the whole show, and he's he because 
he his whole thing is that ideologically he 100% like believes in what the vi- the main villain believes in and that's his shtick like he will never break that ideology and the only way Vash can confront that is if he kills him yeah but to be fair uh, he has a saxophone uh it it's it's really fucking great um i do want to say i uh i think i told you this frog uh, this is the kind of show that will have, like, it has moments that are like Cowboy Bebop serious moments, where, like, it's super serious, but also the main antagonist's name is Billion Knives. Okay, let's let's yeah. not forget the part that Axel from Twisted Metal is in this. Uh, I, you could probably, uh... And Dr. Eggman what? is in this as well. Look, Mike, look up Gray the Nine Lives right now and tell me that's not Dr. Eggman. I I won't. I will not. <laughs> I believe you, because this show's cartoony and, and, and fun, uh, but I will not do that. Fact-checking ruins podcasts. It, it absolutely doesn't, actually. And you know what? You keep talking about the things you enjoy, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you guys this picture of Dr. Eggman. I'm hoping that so, uh, at some point in the future, maybe we we watch more of this show. That'd be fun to talk about. I think. Oh, would you would you want to continue this for the podcast? Yeah, we could do like six can. episodes, six episodes at a time or something. I, I, I just, I'd be okay. Okay, with that. you know, I I, I no, I, I'm commandeering the podcast. We are going to talk about Code Lyoko, and the. I mean, I never said we were going to do it. Like absolute, next week or anything, just like at some the point, absolute abomination that was Code Lyoko. I don't know what that is, but maybe at some uh, point. Code Lyoko is a French anime. It's we. It came to America, and somehow as Americans, we managed to turn fifty minutes of CGI animation into twenty six episodes. I don't look. Uh, no, it, it was just it's a French cartoon that we got, and then we turned. That, 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 no, we didn't turn. 15 minutes of something into a show. No, that's no, not what happened was, there. Oh, Holy I think I've seen this. Cartoon. It's the one with the foreheads. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yes, it's the one it's, with the foreheads. It's something, it, I gotta, I gotta actually look into it, but when we got into America, we completely butchered it. And it's saying something when you managed to butcher something the French made, because they also made that movie with, uh, who's Hellboy? Yeah, I'm going off on a tangent here. The, the, the city of missing children. Like, you know, if we butcher something. I don't want to watch this. This is bad. Yeah, it is bad. <laughs> But you're not going to watch it. I'm just going to tell a story about how we managed to butcher this horribly. And you're all going to believe okay. me because none of you want to fact check. Uh, all right. Uh, so, so Trigun uh, is is fantastic. It, it's kind of surprising that this show, it's a MAPPA show and it looks budget. This it looks Madhouse. It looks broke. Like <laughs> The Ma- show not MAPPA. has no money. No, uh, Madhouse, no, pretty, yeah, MAPPA, MAPPA started in 2012, Mike. Whatever, Madhouse. Yeah, I, the Madhouse I'm, anime. It's, yeah, I, 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 was, I started uh, sundowning I three hours earlier. ago. What the hell is chi- that? This show looks um, cheap. <laughs> this show is like, man, I always. I mean, at least the first six episodes are. They, these like this is like a shoestring kind of thing. They're just kind of made, which is weird for a Madhouse show because you know Madhouse has such a reputation nowadays. Anyway, at least it used to. Um, back before they started making just the same thing over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of crazy because even with, even with how cheap it looks, it has that old anime charm to it still. Like, there, there, are, there's totally, there are so many shots where you can see, yeah. like, uh, a cell errors from them changing the cell. Mm-hmm. 
and it it's not bad like it, it makes it like cu- like cuter in a way uh and i i actually appreciate the cheapness of the show cuz it's it's not like modern anime cheap where shit looks generic cuz it it ha- it still looks its own yeah, and, way and, and i should i should mention here up until i want to say like 2004 to 2006 somewhere in that era you have to realize any anime that you want to crap on somebody had to hand draw 12 frames for every second you're watching a lot of the time. I mean, that's every it, show. It, that's not just... No, no, shows. but like the, the amount of effort that went into animating back in the day compared to now, it's it's not even comparable. Oh, we're not, we're not having this. We are absolutely having this. So in the 1930s, we stopped animating. This is like a constant misconception. I mean, it's not easier to make. It is absolutely... It's not easier. They still have to draw all the frames. Just because we overcomplicate it now doesn't mean that we don't have tools that make it easier. Drawing on a tablet isn't any easier than drawing it on paper. It absolutely is, Frog. Because I just, I, I pick up my pen not... and my tablet connects with my neural links and it draws immediately what I want to, what I want to draw. It's it's so easy. That's true. It's literally just, it's automatic. You just, you just press the anim- press, make Look, animation. All I'm saying it is really modern cool. Japanese animators have nothing on the Fleischer era. The harder you press it, the more animated yes. it is. Um, In fact, Newgrounds animators <laughs> was the last stand of hard coding 24 frames per second animation and they're all dead. Thank God. All right. Um, I think fr- Mike just had a stroke. I I uh, I'm not going to let this kind of this talk. This is a constant misconception, and people talk about this a lot a lot in the anime community too. But how like oh they're so lazy. All the animators are so lazy. Like it's not lazy. It's all production costs and values and time that that, that has to be put into it. It's usually. Animators are not paid enough. They don't have enough time. Well, you know, if animators were it's just yeah. as hard to make anime now as it was back then, arguably harder because of how the standard of quality has risen. Look, I'm going to tell you right now <laughs> that maybe if the animators hadn't been so lazy, we would have gotten a proper final episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion. We got I, a whole movie. I'm going to straight. You know, you. You got a whole ass movie. You know, the end life. of Evangelion is a giant f u to the fans, right? What? No, it's, it's not. not. Yes. Why is it, how? how is it even? It's literally not. No, it's, it's what it is. Is is he was is, so mad is, about no, no, all the Bob, death threats that he got when he tried his hardest? Shut the fuck up. This is this is up there with they had no budget to finish the anime levels of misconceptions. No, no, like, like no, this is how it was planned. You can actually see that in the original. In the original like anime has cuts that are in the movie in it, and I don't mean like rough edits. I mean like like actual like scenes in the last like two or two episodes. Like they they were already making the movie when the the, the fucking show was happening. I no, hate it's- you. It's a giant. No, they changed the. Okay, you can actually see halfway through no, where they changed that's the movie. No, <laughs> the movie was going to be where it was, where Asuka saves the day and everything's great and wonderful. And then they wow, that would why would that would be a weird ending for Evangelion? The, the, that would be an yeah. That would literally not be what Evangelion is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why. Like you know, after the after the final episode aired and everybody was sending him death threats because you know they were too lazy to finish animating and all that good stuff. He changed the movie. And that's why at the very end, when it that shows everybody looking happened. disappointedly like, at the... Evangelion towards the end of the anime series is like an existential nightmare. And that's so... And it continues to be that. Why is that surprising? I just... Okay, apparently I can't I can't speak my truth because I keep getting cut off. So we're just gonna... <laughs> we're, gonna we're gonna end this. 
Yeah, you know what? You know what? This is the authoritarian anime podcast. Uh, I am your fucking thought leader. You will not spread the this banned <laughs> knowledge to the to the masses. I will control you. You're dead. It's going to release a comedy special on Netflix called Censored or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I- Actually, this is a bad take, though. By, by like the way, it. Mike, at one point, I am going to force you at gunpoint to Angelion watch though. the first three episodes of Code Monkeys again. I Listen, just because your fucking Discord avatar is that fucking southern bastard Mr. Larity doesn't mean... Doesn't mean you can get me to do shit. <laughs> I'm not touching that show is locked away in a deep trauma but hidden vault. You, what in you my don't brain. realize is like Mr. Larity was way ahead of his time as a feminist because he encouraged women to feel good about their bodies. One of the girls approached him trying to sleep with him. He goes, Nah, you don't have nearly enough stretch marks for me. You're too dainty and small, like you know. It, like it, I don't think you understand what feminism is. Feminism is stretch marks. <laughs> Feminism is stretch mark acceptance. Just why, just like Meninism and, uh, is skid mark acceptance. And with that, I think this has been the We Hate Anime Podcast. Uh, the only anime podcast that doesn't clean their drawers. Dude, I just... Have, have uh, you ever done that thing, though, Mike, where like, you take a dump and you think you've wiped good enough, but you're not sure, so you sit down like 20 minutes later? We came full circle with wiping in the toilet. Yeah, we did. Uh, I want to come full circle on your so, face. So, have you changed your opinion on Jingle Jangle, by the way? Uh, I'm gonna Jingle Jangle Jingle uh, your fucking skull off your fucking body into a <laughs> river in Minecraft, in real life, online. Why are you so hostile? That's, it's kind of Mike's brand. Yeah, right, really. Like, I don't know how you have noticed here, that. you know, Frog, you know, he likes fighting games. He plays fighting games while we record. I'm jovial. I like talking about things that are fun and make people happy. <laughs> and Mike's over here, like, if you watch the socioeconomic policies, the assassination of the Russian monarchy was actually good. Moth is an idiot. I mean, arguably speaking, the assassination was an absolute was annihilation good. of core Russian what values that week, they have Mike? not recovered from since. <laughs> what are we no, doing next no. week? Unironically, the, the, the assassination oh. of the Russian monarchy led, led to like some pretty good things for a while and then some real bad things. Anyway, next week, we're going to be talking about Katanagatui. Katanagatui episode four, baby. And after that, we're doing seasonal, I believe. Yeah, after that, it should be seasonal. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can't, can't wait for again. the next episode of Katanagatari. It is, uh, it's the it's the one where you get to watch uh, Shichika get that uh, razor-thin sword from that really cool swordsman dude. Is this the part where they fuck? Uh, no, uh, but all that'll right, happen. All right. Well, cheerio then. <laughs> what, are you British? No, he... Frog, you've watched all the episodes, and he just referenced it, and he's only watched like half of one episode. Cheerio, get, get, then. Get with the get with the program. Oh yeah, Frog. she says That's what cheerio, Tagami says. She... Wait, who says Cheerio? It's. I don't. I don't remember. I'm a honey nut bust in that pussy. If you don't shut the fuck which up right wait, now, which podcast says over. Is it the girl? She says Cheerio because yeah, she means she. Yeah, I remember now. It's like she is because her catchphrase. She doesn't know that it's like. I'm gonna stop recording.